Welcome to Clark County Today. I'm your host, David Medor, and we have for our guest today, Bob Augsburg. Bob is the, are you the CEO of? President. President of, of Way FM. Mm -hmm. So Way I don't know if the people in our community realize that we have a new radio station that emanates out of Vancouver here with a transmitter in Portland. So we're going to learn a little bit more about that today. Exciting. I'm really glad to be here. So Bob, tell us about the station. Where, how long, when did it go live? And April, April 1st at 104.5. Uh, Way FM has been on the air just since April 1st, so it's really, really new. And we're relying on the buzz of Facebook and social media and people tweeting about it and telling their friends and you know family at church and what have you that we're on the air. Uh, unique station in the fact that it's one of the few Christian radio music uh, music stations that's focused on the younger audience. And, and that younger audience uh, age-wise you know, is? You know, it, it's uh, always hard to define because, you know, I'm sure you'd say you're young and, you know, <coughs> I'd like to... <laughs> Barely out of diapers. <laughs> <laughs> but really to not dodge the, not dodge the question, uh, our focus has always been on the 18 to 34-year-olds, but obviously we we, we do see that there's people gravitate toward sure. our flavor of Christian rock music that are older than that and certainly younger too. Sure, I think of it as the next generation tuning in and everybody else does too. That's right, that's right. <laughs> that's great, and you've been heading up, from, you're, you're from the beginning, you were the founder of Way FM? Yes, my wife and I had this crazy idea. We were living in, of all places, it was one of the high per capita retirement areas of the United States, Fort Myers, Naples area of Florida, on the southwest part of Florida. And I was working for a religious radio station, a Christian station that was really geared toward the 40 plus you know, age group, where, where I fall into now. But back then I was in my 20s and early 30s. And we you know, just sensed that you know, there's something that we need to start doing for young people because uh, uh, you know, it was really, it really hit home when my kids at the time were 8 and 12. They never listened to their dad on the radio. I did the morning show and, you know, the music we played and the whole flavor of the station was really, again, toward a old, much older audience. And so we just had this crazy idea to, uh, at that time, it was really one of the nation's first outreaches that, you know, would, would aim to bring the relevance of Christ to a young adult, young, a teenager and young adult, uh, in a music format. So it was, for lack of a better term, uh, an old term that was used in radio years ago was top 40, where stations, you know, were, they were the hip stations in town, and we wanted to be the equivalent of that, but would have a very strong you know, Christian message on it. And so that was uh, 1987. So top 40, referring to the top 40 songs? Yes, the top most popular 40 songs, songs. pop rock. Mm -hmm. you know, generation gravitated toward that kind of radio and and uh, so I departed left left the station I was working at shared with them what my vision was uh, they wonderfully embraced uh, my idea and said you know we don't see that at all as a competition in our town in fact we will do whatever we can to help you start this new station well, that's great yeah, because uh, really that's well. not the, the natural way of business. For instance, right. they'll that's they'll right. look at anything that comes close and say, "Well, that's a competition." Yeah. So you were you were encouraged and actually helped along. I really was encouraged by them, and I am always grateful for uh, this radio station. It was owned by a church, and uh, 
I had been there seven years, and uh, they uh, they just uh, threw out the welcome mat and said, you know, this idea that you've shared with us, uh, we we see that as a real need in the community, and we will do, you know, what we can to help to help you. Uh, start this new endeavor and so they allowed me to continue to be a DJ there for the last year and a half and gave me the freedom to work uh, uh, you know to build relationships to start this new station that would have a younger a younger impact in the so future. while you were still at the original station yeah. you were making preparations for the for the new yeah. one did you already have one identified at that time yes we we did have uh, the we found that there was an FM channel that was still available uh, in that town and we learned uh, we formed a nonprofit organization and we learned uh, through the complicated process the Federal Communications Commission in Washington governs every TV and radio station in in the in the United States and uh, there was a very uh, comprehensive learning curve to go from a DJ spinning records to learning how to file for a new FCC radio license. It was just way beyond my pay grade. And I just had tremendous help. I uh, ended up learning that there was a Christian attorney in Washington who uh, had a heart for what we wanted to do. And so he said, you know, I'll help you file some of the paperwork. And, you know, we were uh, flying by the seat of our pants, honestly. When we turned the switch on that station, and we turned it on the air. I mean, like we did here, April 1st in Portland, Vancouver. But back then in Fort Myers, when we turned that on, and we had you know three or four employees, other DJs that came to help us. We only had two weeks to operate the station. And we didn't have any reserves uh, in the bank to cover the expenses that we knew would be happening right away. Two weeks to operate the station. You mean cash flow-wise or material? cash flow wise. We didn't have any reserves other than two weeks. So if nobody donated to the station, theoretically, the very longest we'd have been on the air was one month, and that was 23 years ago. Wow. So people must have stepped up to the plate. They, they must have believed in the cause and thought, you know, I'm going to be part of this. It, it was absolutely amazing because we didn't have the kind of funds as a nonprofit organization same really, in that sense, not much has changed. Here in Vancouver and Portland, I mean, we don't have the kind of funds to buy television ads about the new radio station. You know, billboards on the major interstates in a town like this would be five, seven thousand dollars a month for one billboard. And so we've never had that kind of uh, marketing, you know, budget to be able to get the word out. But within, within just weeks, really, in Fort Myers, we we saw uh, a tremendous outpouring of support from mainly from parents. Uh, our supporters then and even today tend to be young moms and, and dads with children 8, 12, 14, 17 years old. And they, the response that we heard then and we even still hear today, even with all the technology that there is today that there wasn't then, was I am so blessed that my son or daughter now wants to turn on Way FM in the car, or I'll walk by their room when they're going to bed at night and Way FM's on in their room as they're going to mm -hmm. sleep. That is, you know, really excites 
you know, parents because they see the impact that it has, you know, on their it's, And it's not just, just pleasant to listen to music. The lyrics have values to it, to them. It's wholesome. It's something that parents would be happy to have their kids listen to because it's, it's going to help invest in their characters. Yeah, the sound of Way FM here in Vancouver and Portland is very similar to what you'd hear on a mainstream classic rock or pop rock station, but the lyrics are certainly going to speak of faith and speak of this, how, how important strong family is, and, and, and even uh, a lot of the songs we play connect the dots between faith and being socially responsible, you know, doing things for your community and, and uh, you know, being environmentally, you know, sensitive as well, so. Which is a great message because we, especially younger generation, it's so easy to think only of your own little world and this helps to open things up and help to be community minded, which is a, a great, uh, uh, enhances any community. Mm -hmm. So for this station here, 104.5, only a matter of just a number of weeks, single digit number of weeks that have been here, uh, the, the, if listeners want to be able to uh, share that, spread the word. Make sure that the share it with your friends with with Facebook. I guess Way FM has a Facebook uh, yeah, site it, as well, right? Yeah, it's growing rapidly. I mean, some of our more established stations, and we have uh, uh, these youth-oriented Christian pop rock stations around the country. Uh, some of our larger ones would have ten, twelve, fifteen thousand, you know, Facebook friends and that follow the morning show or that are part of the station. And, and it's wonderful because uh, it, it's another avenue. I mean, even even five years ago, a DJ on the radio, he didn't have all these platform tools, social media tools. And now it's so interesting to be able to engage with discussions, you know, that are part of maybe what the topic is that on that morning, that particular morning show, but it can take it another level. You can hear instant feedback from, you know, from friends that are posting uh, comments about whatever the subject is. So it's not just a static site, there's a very dynamic mm -hmm. aspect to that. Yeah. So if people want to get to find you on Facebook, how, where, how do they do that? Uh, Way FM Portland. You just search, Way, put Way FM Portland. Easy enough. And you can, you can just obviously click I want to be a friend and fan of the page. And oh, so the station actually is here yeah. in, in this Van building, Cooper. US Digital, and the, uh, the signal Part of the signal originates locally here, mm -hmm. and part of it is from various other studios throughout the network. Well, how big is the network, and where do those signals come in? Well, we have, uh, Way FM is heard in 117 communities around the country. Now, some of those radio stations uh, are not under the Way FM family, but they're affiliate stations. Uh, and so they would, they would, uh, uh, oftentimes be in very small towns and they would hear about what we were doing uh, particularly in Nashville because Nashville Tennessee is really the uh, our our most probably popular station uh, coincidentally Nashville uh, is always known for the hub of country music mm -hmm. and that country music 95 percent of it is recorded and originates from studios in Nashville, and typically the writers and the artists even live within 50 miles of Nashville. But that's actually true also of contemporary Christian music. So the style that we play, the Christian rock and the Christian pop music, also originates from Nashville. And so there is a, uh, uh, there's a show that we air here in Portland 
uh, in the afternoon, Wally is a host of a show called Total Access, A-X-X-E-S-S, and the, the, uh, the meaning of the show or the name for the show is that we give access to the Christian songwriters and the musicians that make the music. So they often will come into our studio in Nashville and then we feed that here in Portland and Vancouver and they'll bring their guitar and maybe sing for the first time a new song that they wrote that won't be on a record maybe for another six months. But we're usually the first to be able to you know, oh. to interact with the artists like that. That sounds like a, like a, a good situation for both uh, the young musician as well as for WayFM. Helps yeah. cultivate that new and develop that new talent. Yeah, it absolutely is. And uh, so the, the show is very unique. It's probably the only one of its kind. And, and uh, Wally is the host, and he's a little crazy at times, but he's the <laughs> guy that you'll hear in the afternoon here in Portland uh, on 104.5. So. And Wally and the, the message that comes out of WayFM, it's very just very authentic, very real. How do you describe that? Well, our, uh, our DJs, the host, the, the host of music, uh, there is, I think, uh, sometimes a accurate or a justified criticism of Christian media, television, and Christian radio that, uh, you know, young people would call it cheesy. Uh, it's a little bit sometimes can come across as being artificial. You know, I'm a super Christian. I've got my act together, and I'm the, you know, uh, I know all the answers to everything, and, and that uh, unfortunately exemplifies uh, many of Christian radio DJs around the United States. If you were to go travel around the country and just tune up and down and down, certainly not all, and I don't mean to say that, but we have tried because we know that you know our heart is to impact younger, younger people, whether they be you know high school students or you know. A college student or a 27 year old mother you know we we know that authenticity is very very important and so I think people will discover that very soon after tuning on way FM here is that uh, they don't have their act together all the time and they they are real sharing with the you know the struggles that maybe they're going through that particular day and and pretty pretty open and honest about it so it's the farthest away from phony it's from artificial I, you know, I, I think I can say that without reservation. But obviously the people need to judge that yeah. for themselves. So. Real world. Yeah. yeah. Which is very good. So how many, you said there's a hundred and some well, yes, affiliates uh, I, and... I, I got off tra trail there. There's 117 cities throughout America that can hear either Way FM, like the, you can here in Vancouver, or uh, a version of Way FM, uh, because other stations will pull down our programming off satellite and feed their own brand it their own way for their own city. Way FM, our nonprofit, actually owns uh, and operates 20 full power stations and another 20 to 30 repeaters in smaller cities where we wouldn't be able to really have a local staff or local DJs in that city, but they, people still have the benefit of hearing a nearby station. For example, uh, like in Tennessee, for example, we have a big station in Nashville, but if you're mm -hmm. in Chattanooga, which is also a nice-sized town, you can hear Way FM, but you just, you know, there isn't the local traffic and the local weather that's being inserted there. I mean, someday, I mean, if, you know, uh, if, if God chooses to, to bless this work, you know, we would love to see offshoots of this in Eugene and Salem and other places, you know, around Portland, 
that would be able to have the same kind of benefit. So that original heart that you had to reach this, the next generation is still, that's just as passionate with you now as yeah, when you first really started is. this. Yeah. So you're still interested to continue to grow the network that the uh, people across our, uh, across our nation can hear. Mm -hmm. And it's all yeah. listener supported? Yes, it is. In other it's words, it's, you're not, it's not a commercial? Well, uh, commercial businesses can play a role in WayFM, but it's, it's, it's always a, about a smaller role. Generally, the support at a local WayFM station generally comes from 70% from listeners who contribute. And we will have typically two uh, pledge drives a year where we would set aside two or three days and open phone lines and and ask people if you believe in what we're trying to do in this area, you know, would you consider a monthly gift or a one-time single gift? And so that generally represents about 70% of how we stay on the air in, in, in each of the cities. The other 30% does come from businesses who generally don't do it, uh, you know, just to see their phone ring off the hook, but they do it because they do see the impact we're having in the community and they want to partner with us. And yes, there is a side benefit that they will get mentioned on the air. If they own a mm -hmm. hardware store, or they own a furniture store, you know, they can hear announcements on WayFM, but uh, the emphasis is on the donor, the listener support. So even in this area, if some businesses wanted to be able to help sponsor, uh, they could participate in this station Absolutely, as well? Absolutely, they sure could, yep. And we would, we would promote them throughout the area and uh, you know, we, we're, we would be able to share, you know, what kind of product or services they have. And offer. how would they contact, who would they contact in order to make those arrangements? Well, we're going to have a guest on in a few minutes who will tell us all about that. Yes, yes, I'm looking forward I to that. I might give the wrong website out <laughs> <laughs> Very safe. Now, WayFM used to be located north of here. We could receive the signal quite well here in Vancouver, Washington. And uh, that was what, 102.3 FM, was it? It was, uh, yes, 102.3 was a repeater here, but the Longview, Washington station was at 90.3 at the time. And uh, there was a time when there was no signal in this, in this area. What happened, and, how, and how, what's the story that unfolded that brought this back? Well, the, the, uh, we found it much more difficult because our, our original uh, plant here in the Northwest was in uh, 2003, and it was in Longview, Washington. And it was, the station there was owned by a church. It was KZOE was the name of the radio station. And it was owned by a church in Longview. And they wanted, they saw what WayFM was doing. They wanted to partner with us. Uh, they felt like, as a church, they really needed to step aside from owning the station. And they asked us if we would take it over. And so we did. And uh, we gave it a really good run in Longview, but uh, the economy in Longview, Kelso, was as such that it was very difficult. Uh, eventually, it just became almost impossible to maintain a local staff and a full power radio station in a town that's much smaller than, obviously, Vancouver, Portland. And because the, uh, the Longview, Kelso area, the population was just a fraction of what it what it is up in this area now, in Portland area, that we just weren't able to sustain the station any longer by, by listener donations. So how long did WayFM operate that station? That as a was on the air for five and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there was about a year and a half where we had no presence here, and uh, you know, some folks started contacting us and asked us to 
you know, to re-examine the possibility of maybe bringing the station further, further south where more people live. And we started researching it and discovered that there was an, an open opportunity here on 104.5. Uh, no other opportunity existed. It was the only FM spot that we could land on. And so we, we grabbed it and we're, That's, we're still a baby, just six weeks old. You know, which is great. I, I love to see little babies have a future <laughs> and, and, and grow. So you just happen to have 104.5 available. Normally, uh, aren't available stations or available frequencies, channels, uh, they're kind of uncommon, aren't they, in, in populated yeah, areas? they really are. Uh, this has got a unique story attached to it. Uh, this, this frequency here used to be quite a bit further away from Portland. I uh, can't even remember the, the name of the community it was, but we, we were able to file for it years ago, and it took us four or five years to keep step by step moving it in closer to Portland until eventually, just as of six, eight months ago, we were able to put it right in the middle of the town. Which is and, uh, great. So it's on, it's on the KGW television tower, which is right KGW TV in Portland, right by downtown where all those towers are situated on that hill above downtown. So. And if I understand correctly, as people head out Route 26, they look to the right over by the zoo and they'll see this uh, dual fork top tower and that is, uh, what is that, Sunset uh, Highway or, or Sunset Hill yeah, is where that know radiates. So how's the signal get from here to there? Well, we use uh, phone line uh, T1 kind of circuits to be able to connect from our Vancouver location here at US Digital uh, to get, get it to that probably 10, 12 miles away. Uh, there are just a few ways you can connect a studio to a transmitter where the tower is. And more and more lately, and uh, with the, with the uh, microwave spectrum, and I'm getting too technical already, but that, that's gotten uh, so, uh, uh, there's not any availabilities there. So we're using a private internet stream to get the station over there. And the nice thing about you know, the technology today is, even for the general public, obviously streaming audio now I mean, I remember WayFM was really, really early on audio streaming in 1995, and it sounded horrible. We were all <laughs> thrilled with it, but you'd listen on your computer, you know, two-inch speakers, and it was, you know, you're trying to hear the music in the background. Well, now, uh, even for people uh, in Portland or Vancouver who can't maybe get WayFM in their office or in their home if they live, you know, a little further out, it can stream us online. Just, you know, by going to wayfm.com, you can have a very, very high quality stream. And of course, people do that on their iPhones now, Android. We have two mobile applications, soon to unveil several more, but on the iPhone and the Droid, there's a custom WayFM app. So all they gotta do is search in the app store for WayFM and then select it. And then they'll, the option of selecting the Portland station to listen to you know, while you're out jogging or whatever on your iPhone. Which is great. So if they're indoors or what if they have a better connection, then they can actually listen to it online. WayFM.com will get you there. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Yeah. So the, you're, you're enjoying this? You plan to stay in this? Uh, oh, for, yeah, yeah. You're doing what you love to do. Yeah, I, I do love this. And if my wife had her way, she'd move out here to Portland and say, why don't you, you, know, why don't you run the station? But we have a, in, in Colorado Springs, where our home office is, you know, we have uh, 20 or 23 very happy people. And so... As much as I love the Northwest, I think we'll have to keep our home office in Colorado Springs and 
But we're, we're excited about the opportunities to grow uh, and partner with other ministries and organizations here in town and, and uh, really make a difference. So. Great. And if uh, people would like to see a Way FM continue to prosper, continue to grow into other areas and, and to expand with the people understanding, people knowing about the station wherever they are, then, uh, then pray. Pray the Lord will help the word to spread, help people get behind it, and the doors would open up. He works through people, yeah. people that are desiring to serve him, to love him. And it's, it, it, the community participates in that way. That's yeah. a very good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Bob, you've done a really good thing. I just, I'm glad you listened to that heart back then and you developed that learned as you go and you you've it's been 20 some years now right yeah, 23 years and it's counting and i mean we honestly i mean again that the story i shared earlier where we only had two weeks of reserves to run that station i mean i never ever dreamed by the, even the remotest possibility that there would ever be you know the footprint around the united states that there is now uh, with Way FM stations, and there's certainly a lot of other cities where, you know, where uh, we'd love to be someday. But uh, you know, you just have to take it a step at a time. Yep. Because we are donor supported and listener supported. I mean, we we just you know we're not publicly traded or anything, so we can't just go out and you know buy radio stations mm -hmm. just on a whim. So, but God has chosen to open doors and places. Uh, Denver, Colorado is right now. Uh, probably, you know, Denver and Portland are very similar in size, so those would be the two largest cities where Way FM is located, and uh, Nashville and then West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, that would be an area. In fact, in Fort Lauderdale, you know, the Lewis Palau organization is here in Portland, mm -hmm. and they, uh, they have these large, large festivals that they occasionally do, geared toward young people, and the very first one that they did was sponsored by our station in Fort Lauderdale. It was called Beach Fest, and they set up huge stage along the beach in Fort Lauderdale during a spring break week. And there were pictures I still remember seeing. 350,000 attendees along the beach heard the uh, Louis Palau preach, but before that, it was a day of music that was really geared toward the whole college. That's team. a huge event. Really a huge event. I think that was in 2000 or 2001, but, uh, but that was a big event that we got involved with at our station in Florida. So That's great. So if they, there are individuals that own businesses that basically the Lord has placed resources into their hands, so if they have a passion for an area, they want to be able to have a, a station be located somewhere else, they can contact you and say, I would like to get behind that. Let me help to sponsor a station, and they can make a significant impact to the community. Sure can. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, here here in the area, I mean, the the really huge help for us right now would be if if uh, you uh, like what you hear. Maybe you've already heard the station on 104.5, but if you're a part of uh, uh, a small or large church, it doesn't matter, and you've got the ability to be able to maybe have just a bulletin announcement made that you know that the church would be willing to to put in the bulletin the new stations on 104.5 way fm check it out uh or standing up in front of a sunday school class and saying to the group of high schoolers hey check out this new station that that's a huge huge help to us at this point or to pay uh, to post it on their uh their 
uh, Facebook oh, or whatever, goodness, yeah. social. Tweet their friends and just, yep. you know, you think about how. Spread the word. Facebook alone, I mean, if everybody, you know, listening now posted that just one little uh, post on their on their wall that, you know, way up Amazon in Portland. And we've actually been seeing friends do that already. And that's a beautiful viral way to get the word out without mm -hmm. without us having to do the impossible. And that's buy these yeah. big billboards on the interstate and Sure. Really it's the new the new way to spread the word. Yep, it is. And I, I listen to AFM quite often. It's 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 I enjoy it. It's it's a it's an interesting a mix of great message and I like I love the authenticity. It has a way yeah, AFM is uh, has a great track record. You're doing <laughs> you're doing things right, Bob. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It wouldn't be possible honestly without you know the, the businesses and the listeners who do stand with us. Uh, you know, we we're just getting started here. I mean, we won't be asking for donations for several months, but if people want to donate, they certainly can. But, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, I think, I think God planted us here for the long term, and I, I don't see us going anywhere. To me, it's encouraging because I, I, it's just one more way that the Lord says he cares about this community. He wants to bless this community, and, and what, a, what a blessing. So we're very thankful to him to intangible ways reach in and bless us. So we're very, very grateful Absolutely. for that. And when you really think about this, I mean, maybe, uh, I mean, most people don't think about this, but I, I do often because I'm, I'm, I'm in this industry of radio broadcasting, but the freedom we have in the United States to play music about faith, music about God, and for our announcers to to be able to share what Jesus Christ has done in their life, that is so precious. It is rare where that is allowed. I mean, even in our neighboring country of Canada, up until 10 years ago, that was, there was you couldn't find a Christian radio station in Canada. Really, I didn't realize now, that. Yeah, uh, now it's slowly changing. Uh, in fact, there's a gentleman who used to work for us in Nashville who was Canadian born and went back to his country and now he's got five stations similar to mm -hmm. WayFM in parts of Canada. But, uh, Great. but there are scores of uh, countries around the world where this is either not allowed by the government or it's almost impossible to birth something like this. I'm on the advisory board of a group who's trying to bring a Christian pop station to Paris, France, and they just have been under so many roadblocks, you know, government roadblocks, and they mm -hmm. still. They've been working on it for four or five years, and they still are not wow. even close to getting a station. So, I mean, it's the freedom we have in this country is just astounding, really. Very good to hear. And you're using that freedom well. Thank you. Well, we have also the station manager yep. here. And uh, so we're going to uh, trade roles here for a minute. We're going to have uh, Mike step in, and so we'll wrap it up for this part of the program. And next, next part here, we'll, we'll have our station manager, Mike, jump in. So that's it for Clark County Today. For this little segment, stay tuned for our station manager. Welcome to Clark County Today. I'm your host, David Medor, and we have the station manager for Way FM, Vancouver, Portland, with us today, Mike Deccan. Thank you for having me. Welcome, Mike. Thanks. You've been here for just a matter of weeks, operating a brand new station. Yep. So give us your insight. What is this station about? Where's the, where's the coverage and where's the, where's the signal radiating from? Well, uh, currently my wife and I, we live in Wilsonville and I can hear it very clearly all the way to Wilsonville. So as far as uh, heading south, 
great coverage there. And um, it, we have a, a coverage map on the website as well, so people can, can check out and see exactly where we're, we're heard. Uh, but I would just encourage people to tune in 104.5 and, and give it a shot. Chances are we'll come in through. Great. So it's a it's a hundred watt transmitter up very how high is that like fifteen hundred feet or something above sea level? Yep. Yep. So that that elevation has quite a large footprint. It does. It does. So you how'd you end up uh, with uh, Wilsonville? Isn't that quite a commute for you to come this direction? It is. Uh, thankfully, I, I come in very early in the morning, so I miss all the traffic. And we are looking for a house. We love Vancouver. My wife and I have always loved Vancouver. So you're looking so, to locate here yes. in Clark County, Vancouver. Sooner than later, as soon as possible. Great, great. Now, the signal, quite often, it'll, it'll come from Nashville, or it's uh, the bulk of the signal, is that right? The, the programming? It does. We actually take bits and pieces. Uh, we have our morning show comes from, I believe, uh, Brant Records in Florida, and uh, the afternoon show, Wally's in Nashville. Uh, but we'll take the pieces and kind of Frankenstein them together and, and include a lot of local content. Here we have local news, local traffic. Our midday is local as well. We have Michelle who's going to be starting. She does a local midday show. Great. So when people hear that local news or the local traffic, who are they hearing? That's me, producer Mike. <laughs> Every morning, bright and early. So that voice is uh, becoming amplified here around the area here. You sound pretty yes. natural. I would, uh, you, well, thank you. You, you connect thank us you. fine. I like to tune in. And that's usually around the half hour and the hour breaks. Is that right? Yep. yep. Is it? I, I really enjoy it. I started in radio probably in, in 1993. And um, actually, my brother started before I did. And, and like a lot of things, you know, being a younger brother, you see your big brother doing something, you want to be a part of it. And I, I started out doing college radio in 93 and just fell in love with it. It's been a, a great opportunity. So you and your, your brother both are still in broadcasting. He's no longer in broadcasting, but he definitely opened the door for me. Is he jealous? <laughs> <laughs> At times, maybe. Yeah. So you enjoy this here. So you're basically the station manager here. And much of it is automated, right? We have uh, pro computer programs that help to keep things on. It's 24 hours a day, right, programming? It is, it is. Technology is an amazing thing. Um, back in the day, they used to literally take razors and slice the tape and, and piece it all together. Now we can do all that on computers. We get everything together, uh, piece it together hour by hour, and just let the computer take care of the rest. That's great. And it's working very well. I enjoy the, the variety of, of music and the messages that are coming across there. And I, I, just, I just love the idea of hearing somebody from Vancouver. We don't have a lot <laughs> radiating from Vancouver, but it's nice to be able to have somebody right here local um, Thank you. putting us on the map. That's great. And it's such a great community, too. And one of the things I'm most excited about with Way FM is something we just started doing. It's called the Ministry of the Month. And it's, it's an opportunity for a lot of local ministries to get heard, to get their message out there on the radio. We're going to feature a different ministry every single month. And this month... Uh, we're taping this in, in May, so to coincide with Mother's Day, we're doing Portland Rescue Mission and their, their women and children's outreach called Shepherd's Door. But then every month from here on out, we're going to feature a different ministry, and it's an opportunity to go to a lot of these local Van Vancouver ministries and give them a platform. And in my experience with radio, especially dealing with, with you know, even Christian radio over the past 10 years, um, it, it's, it's a very expensive medium. Airtime always has a price tag on it. So to get an opportunity like that, it, you know, in another context, it might cost thousands of dollars. So to be having this, this opportunity with Way FM, to go to a nonprofit or a Christian ministry and say, we'd love to feature you, we'd love to give you a platform to tell your message, it's absolutely free. 
you know, and, and to just give them that opportunity, it's really exciting. So we're going to get a lot more Vancouver flavor into the mix. Well, that's, that's great because especially during this time when there are so many people that are out of work, so many people that are trying to get by, these ministries are there to serve them. These ministries are there to give and to be available resources. So it makes people aware of the help that is available. So it's, it's, everybody wins with that. Absolutely. So you're, you've been on this, uh, <laughs> this station here is uh, our, our own home community station. I, I, I like that. The, how long have you been in broadcasting? I started in college radio in 1993, and then I, I moved, that was in Wisconsin. I moved to the Pacific Northwest in 1996 and started working for some Christian talk stations, AM stations. And from there, I took about eight or nine years, and I worked with an agency that wasn't a radio station, but it worked with nonprofits. And we worked with hundreds of nonprofits all across North America, helping them to raise money on the radio. We would do commercials, we would do radiothons, different events, uh, mostly with rescue missions. We also worked with World Vision, uh, worked with pregnancy resource centers and UCP. And then... What's I, UCP? I'm sorry, United Cerebral Palsy. Oh, okay. And um, did that, when that agency closed down in 2008, did that freelance for a couple years. And then my wife and I came to a point, it was right about the time we did our taxes last year, where we realized that we didn't want to be self-employed any longer and wanted to, you know, look for full-time employment. And this opportunity presented itself, and we really saw God's fingerprints all over it. And, That's great. Uh, I've heard the story the other way around. They think I've been working for somebody else and I want to be self-employed. <laughs> you just, you just uh, rattled through the opposite there. Yeah, I'm not surprised that I'm completely backwards. Not the first time. Well, actually, but, yeah. you, you might have it right in this economy. So it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, th is this your dream job? You, you thoroughly enjoy what you're doing? I thoroughly enjoy it. I, I love radio. I fell in love with it in 93. It's an opportunity to kind of be a conduit because I, I've seen radio work. I've seen it impact people's lives. I've seen really good things come of it, but at the same time, you get to kind of be anonymous. You know, you get to kind of set up all the pieces and step back and watch God do his thing. And, and that's what I love about it. Do you often get letters or emails? Do you get to tune into that to see feedback from people that are listening? We do, uh, especially during the midday show. Uh, Michelle's show from 10 to 3. A lot of times she'll feature phone calls from people who call in. You know, maybe there's something they're going through. Maybe there was something that, that came up during the morning show that encouraged them. Uh, my favorite part is when people hear a song and that song really touches their, their heart or speaks to something that they're going through. And they call up and say, you know, I'm dealing with this, but this song really touched my heart. And then we'll feature those phone calls. Of course, there's Facebook. Uh, people log on to facebook.com slash wayfmportland and share a thought or, or just something that touched their heart and that's Great feedback. It's encouraging. So if people want to be able to actually send messages back mm -hmm. to uh, Way FM, you would get it and Bob would get it and the, uh, the, the Way FM family, would, I expect, would be able to tune in and really appreciate that feedback because you can't tell on this side who's all listening. That's so true. it would be, I expect, very rewarding. And I would encourage anybody who's listening out there, if this is a good thing, go ahead and give some feedback. Uh, send an email. Uh, make a phone call. Write a letter, post uh, comments on Facebook. Uh, how, where do they send to? How do they, how do they give you feedback? That's a great question. Facebook is a great way to do it. Facebook.com slash Portland. And especially now, we're just six weeks into this, but when we're taping this, we're only six weeks in. So this is a great opportunity to really help form Way FM. 
uh, we have something called the music team. It's a great opportunity to say, you know, I really dig that song, or you know what, there's that song and you're playing it too much and I don't really care for it. And we listen to that and we take that to heart and you really have an opportunity to kind of come in and, you know, shape what you're going to be hearing in the future. So I'd encourage you to do that. Of the feedback that you've got so far, have you heard of any, any uh, just stories that you thought, oh, that really made a difference in some, I made somebody's day. Have you any, any feedback or is it too early? No, it's not. As a matter of fact, the feedback started coming in right away. Uh, we got one in particular that, that really stood out to me. Somebody said it was about two weeks ago and they left us a message on, feed, uh, a message on Facebook and said, um, that they actually came to faith because of, of the music and the encouraging word that they got through Way FM. So really? again, it's, it's, it's that exciting part of being able to be that conduit, you know, that, that, that they received an encouraging word and that they found out that there's a God that loves them and that they're worth a son to the living God because of something that happened just through this radio station. And it's, it's exciting. That, so, yeah. that is very encouraging. Our, I think of uh, the, the various situations that young people are in some of their some of the young people that are coming up are they're coming from broken homes and some of those situations that they're, they're they don't have somebody to speak positive encouraging words into their life and in I think of life as is being all about relationships and so really you're instrumental in helping to introduce to the people who may not have somebody as a dear friend as an encouraging friend to introduce them to Christ, to introduce them that God cares about you, mm. and, in, and they get to know you. They get to be able to know the voices, the different individuals that are sharing their genuine walk with, with Christ, and they can develop that relationship with Him. I know my own experience in the past, I was 20 years old before I even knew you could actually have a relationship with Christ. I just knew you could hear about him, that you can send, you can pray, and he's out there past the solar system somewhere. But I didn't realize until I was an adult that he is present, and he knows our heart, and he knows our, the Bible says the hairs of our head are numbered. He knows us in great detail. And to know that he cares is great. So just simply you're relating his character. You're relating his love to them, and that is a fresh breath of air, I think, to many listeners. So it's just that also parents, it's, grace to be, uh, it's, it's nice to be able to have that positive talk because we have, a, we have a, our own self-talk yes. that we tell ourselves, if, if all we've heard that, oh, you're no good, you never amount to anything kind of thing, that we, we tend to believe that after a while. But it's not the truth. Right. We can become, right. the, live the, a potential that's way beyond ourselves in your very, and Way FM is just one of those channels that can help to convey that message of love, encouragement, and relate to other people that are walking the same path. I believe it. I believe it because I've seen it in my own life. Uh, for me, I didn't come from a broken home. I came from a great, great Christian family. But at the same time, I was a loner. I, I, was, I was the kid who just put his headphones on and just kept to himself. Uh, and it was in 1985, I was in fifth grade, and I had a teacher, her name was Linda Geller, and um, she would set aside time for one student every year, one student that didn't really fit in, somebody who kind of seemed to be on the edge. And, and she spent that time with me in 85, and what she did for me was, you know, she'd ask me, what are you listening to? You know, and I was listening to Kiss or Alice Cooper, you know, stuff that I, you know, I still enjoy today, but 
she'd say, well, what about this? You know, here's a striper record. Why don't you take that home and tell me what you think of it? Or, you know, here's a res band record. And, and through, through that, I received so much encouragement. And I found out that there was a God that loved me. And it was, it was for me, I look back on my life now being 36, and I say, wow, you know, a lot of amazing things have happened from that experience. So, you know, because of her and because she introduced, you know, good, positive, encouraging Christian music into my life, you know, so many great things have happened. And, and if, I get a, if I get to be a part of that for somebody else's life, mm-hmm. man, that's, it doesn't get any better than that. Well, I'm curious. You know? Does she know the significance of her role in your life? Have you been in touch with her? You know, through Facebook, I'm trying to, to track her down. I, I'd like to let her know, but I haven't found her yet. Well, I would encourage you to keep trying. it. will do. J- we'll just do. a little side here for a minute. <laughs> there have been individuals that have invested in each one of our lives. You look back and think there was a certain teacher or is there a certain neighbor, there's a certain friend that they noticed me and they helped me and they encouraged me and they made a difference in my life. If somebody has invested in your life, look them up. Tell them thank you. Tell them the significance of the role that they played in your life because quite often you don't hear it true, and you don't true. realize the significance of it. Yeah, and the older we get, the more important it is to, to have left a legacy mm-hmm. and, and to, for somebody to show up you know, 20, 25 years after the fact and say, you know, by the way, I, I've dedicated, you know, decades into trying to invest in other people the way you've invested in me, or, or trying to encourage people at a homeless shelter, or whatever the case may be. I mean, how encouraging would that be? So, We all make a difference. We, we, our significance of influence that we have on each other, I think we, we underestimate. We don't realize the significance of that. Mike, I'm so glad that you're participating in this. We Thank all you. have a role to play in this, making a difference in our community. And uh, you get to be one of those, have the, one of those fun jobs that gets to do that. When you are talking here, I imagine that once in a while you can be able to, your, your station breaks, you get to be able to speak into the microphone. What are you picturing? You picture, uh, what do you see when you, in, your, in your mind when you're, when you're speaking? You know, that's a funny question. I was, I was just talking to somebody about this uh, last week. You know, there are times where, you know, you'll be on a radio station and they'll tell you that there's so many thousands of people listening. And yet, when you throw something out there and you get a phone call, it, I still, to this day, you know, think, wow, somebody's actually listening. <laughs> you know, so I was taught very, very early on to imagine one person. You know, you're talking to one person at a time. And that's what I try to keep in mind. So, yeah. if you're that one person, <laughs> let them know you're listening. listening. <laughs> that would be great. Well, very good. I'm, I'm so thankful that uh, you're an easygoing guy. You're oh, genuine. You. It's just it's a pleasure to get to know you here. And uh, I thank you for what you're doing. And, I, and yeah. I'm so thankful that uh, we have a voice in our, our community that's blessing us. So thanks, Mike. It's a pleasure. Yeah. That wraps it up for uh, Clark County today. Thank you.